This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1546, the CGS Best of 2014 Awards Results Show. I'm Brian Chrisman. I'm Adam Murdo. And I'm Chris Everly. And welcome to the show. Yes, this will be Murd's baby, so to speak. Here, he did a lot of the heavy lifting for our Best of 2014 nominations, as well as the awards results right now. Uh, talk a little bit about the whole process, if you will, Mr. Murdo. Uh, well, okay. Uh, well, the... Uh... Ah, the uh, the best of awards at uh, CGS is a long-standing tradition established by ex-producer Peter Rios quite some years ago, and uh, we still play by his rules by and large. All these years <laughs> later on, uh, we've pared down the number of categories to a more manageable sixteen. I don't even remember how many it used to be, but it was maybe a few too many. Twenty-five, um, I think, at one point. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, um, but we're down to sixteen now. And uh, we solicit uh, nominations from all of you, the listeners, as to which uh, you know, creator, comic, character, what have you, is uh, the best fit or best deserving um, to receive honors in each given category over the past year. All those comics published uh, between January and December of 2014. And uh, so then we uh, compiled uh, all of your nominations, find out which uh, – uh, potential nominees got the greatest number of votes, and each of us, the geeks participating in the nomination show, uh, put out um, our respective individual nominees, one, two, three of them, and then we threw in a fourth uh, from whoever happened to uh, uh, get the most nominations from among the listener voting. And in some cases, there were ties involved uh, among the listeners, so uh, in those cases, we end up with uh, multiple nominees, more than the standard four in each category. And once the nominees were set, a uh, list of them were posted on the CGS forums, and uh, we opened the voting once again to the listeners uh, for a second round, a second and final round, as uh, the listeners then voted for uh, which of the four or more uh, nominees in each category they thought should be the ultimate winner of the CGS Best of Award in that category. Yes. And as a result, uh, we've boiled it all down to uh, 16 uh, uh, category winners, 16 award winners of the CGS Best of 2014 Awards. And uh, the names of those winners are sealed in envelopes here in the studio and also uh, digitally uh, transmitted uh, <laughs> to our uh, remote participant here, uh, Chris, uh, from his home in New Jersey. And you've got those at hand, Chris? I sure do, brother. I sure do. All righty. So uh, the red carpet's been thrown out. We've all uh, <laughs> taken our seats. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris has done his song and dance shtick, and we're ready to <laughs> ready to start opening some envelopes and revealing at long last. And we need to apologize here before we begin also to those of you who've been waiting for some time to hear the winners of the uh, CGS Best of 2014 Awards. Uh, once again, nature intervened and bollocked up our recording schedule a few weeks ago. We were supposed to have gotten around to this at the beginning of March 2015. But thanks to that and our 10th anniversary celebration and the few of us uh, hurtling over the Atlantic Ocean to London for a few days, it's, it's kind of thrown everything off kilter. So thank you for your patience. We're finally getting around to revealing the big winners to you, and we're going to begin doing that 
Without any further ado, right now. But first, but first, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> silly, silly, you psych. This episode is brought to you by Comic Castle. Go to comiccastle.com. They specialize in back issue comics, action figures, and collectibles. Um, they're back issue comics. It's not, you know, current comics. It's, you know, sometimes as far back as the bronze and even the silver age. I've seen them have selections of like the nice. metal men. Uh, some classic Archie and so forth. Uh, some very good back issue selection. And also graded as well. Uh, and action figures, of course. You know, you get Star Wars action figures, your Star Trek action figures, your superhero action figures. A lot of you know Batman, Superman, Spider Man, Marvel stuff right there. Also collectibles. You know, uh, statues, um, Marvel, DC image, and but they also have a lot of the pop figures, which are very, oh. no pun intended, popular right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, they cover all kinds of genres from just superheroes to to movies. I see they recently released some um, big trouble little China pop figures. They're like <laughs> Ghostbusters. You know, all kinds of. Um, pop culture again. I keep saying pop. Maybe that's why they got the name from uh, vinyl figures. Uh, and when you do buy any comics from them, three ninety five. Chip as many comics as you as you as you can, uh, and they ship all orders over over five dollars in a rigid cardboard box uh, with comics secured in bubble wrap. Now everything else qualifies for free shipping. Uh, they're a small family business. Listeners of this podcast for quite some time. And as a thank you, they've uh, created a code for uh, our listeners. Use the code CGS10, that's CGS10, at checkout for 10% off your order. And they're always adding new stock every day. So check them out, comiccastle.com. And we're also brought to today by Scribd. Scribd is like Netflix for comics. With a subscription, you'll get access to more than 10,000 comics from Marvel, IDW Top Shelf, Valiant, Dynamite, Archie, and more. They're the only subscription service that gives you that variety, all for one monthly price. On top of that, you'll also get unlimited access to their huge library of ebooks and audiobooks, more than 1 million titles altogether, all available anytime, anywhere. So head over to scribd.com. Slash Comic Geek Speak to get started with a free month. Now, even more importantly, Script makes sure you can find your way to comics and books you're going to love. They've got hundreds of collections curated by their team of editors, and as you read, they'll tailor recommendations for you based on your other titles you you love or or not. <laughs> uh, go to Script.com/slash/ComicGeekSpeak right now, and they'll set you up with a free month to get started. That's 30 days of unlimited reading, and you'll be supporting this show, so it's a win-win situation. That's S-C-R-I-B-D dot com slash comic geek speak. All right. Well, the accounting firm of Do We Achieve and How, or what's the other accounting firm? Um, I've sort of been thinking of myself as Price Murdo House Coopers. Well, but isn't there also like, an, <laughs> an, like something in the Marvel Universe like no. – LL Oh, Landau, Luckman, and Lake. There we go. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> Interdimensional Holding Company. <laughs> All right. So, Murder, the floor is yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Dewey Cheatham and Howe is good, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I like the old classics. 
All right, let's start this hootenanny. A, a, a quick question. Are, there, are the nominations in this envelope as well? Uh, the nominations are not. Okay. Now, a list of them can be found if you want to go on uh, your uh, desktop computer there, Brian. To, Certainly. Uh, you know, thecomicforums.com. It is an announcement, or a sticky thread or an announced thread mm-hmm. in the uh, main on-topic forum there. That's where uh, the, uh, the list of nominees was posted for the purpose of voting. Oh, it looks like it's been unstuck. It has. Uh, it looks like it has been. It, it, it came unloose. Oh, my. Oh, no. I'll, oh. I'll try and find it. That was not of my doing. <laughs> but, well, I do have a, a printed list here, though, in very small type. Oh, well, I'll let you read that then, okay? <laughs> how, about, how about that? All right. Well, so, at, least, at, least, at least until I find my copy here. Okay, okay. So I'll, I'll be the one to read the nominees. Right. Then. Okay, so the first category, then. I'll start the ball rolling. All right. First category in the uh, CTS Best of 2014 Awards is Best New Hero or Hero Team to have their first appearance in the calendar year 2014. All right, the nominees there were uh, the team of Silver Surfer, Don Greenwood, his companion, and Toomey, my board, <laughs> as seen in the uh, All Red and, well, Dan Slott and Mike, uh, good grief, Dan Slott and Mike All Red Silver Surfer ongoing series. Sam Wilson as the all-new Captain America. Ulysses, as seen in the uh, Jeff Johns and John Romita Jr. Superman. And Kamala Khan, the new Pakistani-American Ms. Marvel. And uh, the little votes have been submitted. I'm now going to open this envelope. That's not the open envelope. You do it the old uh, Karnak way. Oh, yeah. Just hold it up to my forehead and make a... No, you rip the end go... Read a punchline and... Uh... Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little young to be clear on the procedures. All right, I. <laughs> You're a little young. I know who Karnak is. I understand the general gist of the jokes, but uh... Inca, Dinka, do. <laughs> Inca, that's really what he said. No, huh? no, repeat that. Inca, Dinka, do. Yes. What forms on your Inca Dinka when you leave it out overnight? <laughs> oh okay, God. so I was. <laughs> I did the Ed McMahon there because he always repeated. <laughs> oh. oh, my. Yes. I, I saw a few reruns on afternoon television on Channel 11, I think, when I was very younger. May you fall asleep under a camel with post nasal drip. I, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I love this stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never apologize for what you love, Brian, especially Yay. not on this show. Yay. All right. And the winner. For best new hero or hero team is a tie. Oh no! Yes, it, and it goes to Marvel here. It's the the team of Silver Surfer, Don Greenwood, and Toomey, and Kamala Khan, the new Ms. Marvel. Excellent. As I mentioned in our most recent previous episode, I am really digging this Silver Surfer book, and that is a great, great team. Don Greenwood is is a Great character and just constantly being developed more and more. And I and Tui, my board. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Even he makes Silver Surfer laugh. Go ha ha. I mean, that's just good stuff. It's a perfect pun. And it's stuff. it's a pun that's decades in the making. And I, I never saw it before, but oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And, God bless you, Dan. And Don Greenwood, you're you're right. She is a great character, and she's just what the Silver Surfer needed. Oh. I mean, all these years, he's been just this tragic loner, this cosmic philosopher, soaring the spaceways alone and brooding about it unendingly. But he needs. Needed somebody to cheer him up a little bit and uh, just to call him on some of his BS. Yes. And Don Greenwood does that with real style. Good stuff. So kudos to you, Dan Slot, for bringing these two and a half crazy kids together. <laughs>
All right, so what's next? Oh, and also Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm silly me, yeah. yeah I got... haven't read that, but I, I hear good things about that as well. Now, Chris, you, you're caught up on that somewhat, aren't no, you? No, I've, I've only read the first issue, and I have the tr- first trade on my nightstand. The I'm first sorry. issue is magnificent. It's just, again, it's, I, it's one more thing I have to catch up on. No, she was the listener's choice in, in the nominating process by a landslide. And you know, she's just a, a very a, a fun, a very winsome, real sort of character. Um, From New Jersey, I believe. Yes, Jersey City, no less, ah, okay. where our, our friend Laura dwells. Yes, yes. And um, it is one of the most ethnically diverse cities in the United States, as it happened. So it's an appropriate setting for a, a series with a Pakistani-American protagonist. And so we get to meet her, her entire family, and you know, she's just an engaging character. And uh, she's got an interesting power set, too. It's not just a duplicate of uh, the Carol Danvers Ms. Marvel powers. It's something completely different. And so the, the writer G. Willow Wilson has fun exploring how she adapts to these powers and how she just goes about her business of being like a, a junior high age uh, American girl uh, in uh, a suburb of New York City. Excellent. All right. It looks like here – I did find the list by the way. It looks like your next is best new villain or villain team. I believe, Chris, you have this one. I do indeed, gentlemen. Uh, why don't you read off the nominees? All right. We'll take turns doing that, Pants. Okay. Okay. The nominees for this category category are Coach Boss from Southern Bastards, the new 52 Crime Syndicate of America, the Pale Inquisition from uh, the Sinestro book, and the Minotaur slash Dario Agar from Thor. All right. I will now commence with the opening of my digital envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good sound effect. Thank Uh. you, sir. And oh. Adam, you'll appreciate this. The winner is the New 52 Crime Syndicate of America. Yay! Yes, I do indeed appreciate that. So that was uh, Shane's choice. It was his, his uh, uh, nominee. And, uh, well, I, have, I can't claim to have read Forever Evil yet, but I know that uh, the Crime Syndicate is uh, no, in their uh, New 52 Multiverse incarnation is involved in a big way in that story. And so, and, and there are some of my favorite characters of, of all time. I've collected just about all of their pre-crisis appearances. And you have some of the action figures, I believe? I have almost all of them. <laughs> I, I think it might be Owlman that I'm still missing. Right. I'm, I'm not sure about that. But yes, love the crime syndicate. Glad to see that they're you know active and relevant in the DC universe uh, right now. All right. Well, next up is the best new comic that first shipped in 2014. Mm-hmm. The nominees are – do you mind if I read them here, Murder? Go ahead. Okay. The nominees are Grayson, All New Invaders, The Wicked and the Divine, and Silver Surfer. And the winner is – see, how you do it. You go. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's huh? how you do it. <laughs> you, you dump both the envelope and its contents all over the floor. And force yourself <laughs> out the window and contort your spine trying and, to pick them up again. And the winner is Silver Surfer. Yeah, I will accept the award on their behalf. They couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> They're out uh, cavorting the galaxy. Oh boy, that pleased me to know. And I, I did I say I love this series? Did I say that? You did say that. I love this series. That's all right. We're hopping up and down in our chairs with mutual affection for this series. <laughs> I'm very, I'd be very happy that that one. I'd also been very happy if Grayson had won both wonderful new books uh, in uh, 2014. Yep, and the people who love Silver Surfer are very loyal to it because uh, it got love in more than one category. Just to throw that out there. And if it makes you feel any better, Chris, Silver Surfer edged out Grayson by only a couple of votes. I believe that. They're both wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
All right, moving on then to the next category. The best limited series, the final issue of which shipped in the calendar year 2014. All right, that is the that, that's how that's defined. And again, this is a Rios rule that we're playing by here. <laughs> and uh, the nominees here, and uh, there is something of a change actually between the nominees in this category as they stand now and as they were announced in our nominations show. I'll get to that in a sec here. But the nominees are Winter Soldier, The Bitter March from Marvel, Star Trek, The City on the Edge of Forever uh, from IDW, Starlight, a Miller World production from Image. DC's Forever Evil, and Marvel's Original Sin. Five nominees here. Now, those last two are kind of late, uh, dark horse late entries, because uh, my geek nominee, as it happens, was uh, Supreme the Blue Rose you know, by Warren Ellis. Um, but then I discovered, after nominating that in this category, that um, after the first six issues were published in 2014, there's actually a seventh issue due to be released sometime here in the month of March. So I'm not even 100% sure it is a limited series. It might be open-ended ongoing. But even if it is still a miniseries, if like seven or eight or however many issues, the final issue did not ship in 2014. Therefore, I made an invalid, ineligible nomination Ooh. in this category of best limited series. Shame so, on you. Yes, I am shamed. <laughs> so I, I, I compensated for my mistake by uh, turning to the uh, next runner-up in the listener voting. And it so happened that that was a two-way tie between Marvel's Original Sin and DC's Forever Evil. So that's why they're appearing on the ballot here okay. as uh, options in the Best Limited Series category. But there can be only one winner, as we know. Well, not necessarily. There's a tie. Unless there's a tie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that happened more than once. Just so you know. Oh, spoilers! Yes, I'm spoiling. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> and the winner, or is it winners, in the Best Limited Series category is... Star Trek, The City on the Edge of Forever. Oh, wow. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Uh, that's J.K. Woodward on the art there. And at the most recent London convention uh, when he was over there, he did not bring enough hardcovers over because they went very quickly. Mm. And, I mean, that's a good thing for for him. But, you know, he could have brought more, could have sold more. But that just speaks to how much, I guess, people really loved uh, the story. Um, he uh, donated some pieces of artwork from the story to the uh, auction that was held there at the convention uh, to raise money for the American Cancer Society in memory of Jamie D. And some of the stuff went for quite a pretty penny. It sure did. All to a good cause, of course. Yes. Yes, and J.K. also told us in London that uh, Harlan Ellison himself, the man whose work was adapted to create this miniseries, was very happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, and actually was drawn in some of the pages in the book. Yep, and uh, or so he told J.K. in between moping over the death of uh, of Leonard Nimoy. Yes, that that hit Ellison pretty hard. Yes. J.K. tells us so. But anyway, his approval of this series is higher praise for it than anything we could say here. So, kudos to you, J.K. and your collaborators on this excellent miniseries. That stuff book is some of the most breathtaking Star Trek art I've ever seen uh, in any comic adaptation, of which there's so many by this point, of the Star Trek universe. I, I hi- the, the hardcover, the production of the book is beautiful too. Um, I highly recommend it, especially if you love the, that original TV episode as I do. And to see what Ellison's original vision was, it, it's, it's a real treat. All right, and uh, a little glimpse behind the statistical curtain here. Um, this, that that miniseries, Star Trek: The City on the Edge of Forever, uh, won by such an impressive margin that it uh, received more than double the votes of the of the first runner-up. Wow! So it, it's the probably the clearest winner in this year's best of voting. Okay, very good. 
All right. So then we move on to our next category, which will be the best cliffhanger or moment. And uh, this doesn't need to happen at the end of an issue. It can happen in the middle. That's why it's a cliffhanger or a moment. <laughs> and the nominees in that category are... <laughs> Here it comes! Uh, F, yes. Oh! <laughs> well, F asterisk asterisk K, yes. <laughs> yes! <sighs> Gotta work blue, <laughs> didn't you? It's, there, 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 there's, a, there's a tape lag here, isn't there? Like, uh, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yes, there's yeah, a the, delay. the booth is going to bleep that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that happened in Saga number 20. It was uh, uh, an orgasmic moment. Uh, and I believe the, uh, ty- the, the uh, eponymous uh, utterance there comes from the character Alana in Saga number 20. This was Chris's nomination. Indeed. Uh, the emergence of the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, the Blue and the Gold in 3000, in Justice League 3000, number 11. Uh, the, the Crusades come to North America with dinosaurs from the first issue of uh, Dynamite Entertainment's recent Two Rock series. And Boss Beats Earl Tubbs to Death, Southern Bastards, number four. That was the listener's choice. Those are all great selections. Yes, but Chris... You hold the answer to the question, which one? I will now produce the digital envelope. <laughs> the winner is, ugh, FK Yes from Saga 20. <laughs> yeah! I, I'm, I must say I, I'm, I'm thrilled it won. I, I really didn't think it would. Um, I, I, again, the page, Alana is just taking this very powerful drug. And then um, Fiona Staples draws a full-page spread of Alana naked in orgasmic just ecstasy, floating in, like, space, sucking her thumb. And then the, 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 what I just quoted is then made into part of the art of sort of her bliss. It's just – it's gorgeous artwork. It just perfectly captures how what an amazing artist Fiona Staples is and why I think she's one of the best artists in comics right now. Uh, and it's just – it's just a hot page. It's it's great, and I'm 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 thrilled that many people uh, supported it. So, well, good call, Chris. Excellent, gentlemen. I, I'm afraid I have to leave because my headache headache is now splitting. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. So, oh, that's all right. It's just I just need some rest. Uh, but uh, forgive me that I can't uh, continue to participate in this roll call of honor. <laughs> well, but, uh, sorry to lose you, Chris, but I'm glad you were able to stick around long enough to see that nomination of yours. Walk indeed, home with the, the statuette. And uh, I look forward to hearing the rest of this uh, when you guys finish it. And I look forward to seeing you on Friday. All right, Chris. I hope you feel better. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So thanks again, Chris, for uh, helping us out. And uh, we'll, like I said, we'll see you soon. All right. The next category we have here is best storyline within a series or across multiple series. And the nominees are Saga Volume 4. The Multiversity, Reflections, which is from My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and Spider-Verse. And the winner is... Come on. This works so well on TV. This is my non-percussive drum. Yeah, I, I get it. The Multiversity. 
Oh, yes. Some of the most enjoyable and, uh, by me, hotly anticipated comics mm-hmm. of this year. It, it's been worth the wait, I have to say. Just the, the, the wonderful things that uh, Morrison and his many collaborators have done to craft each story to make it feel as if it's taking place in a parallel universe. You know, just, to, just to give each, each series and each concept its own atmosphere. To go with its, uh, you know, the, the diversity of concepts, you know, diversity of uh, feels and such, and, and each one just uh, a tr- tremendous lot of fun to read. So we got to see, um, you know, the, the, the Thunderworld Adventures one with the old Earth S Fawcett characters, mm-hmm. of particular interest to yours truly. Um, we got to see uh, the uh, spoiled young millennial heroes of the Just. Um, the the, the multi- even the handbook was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Just uh, maps and legends, as the story was called, <laughs> was ingenious. And so we got to see a breakdown of what uh, what's going on in all well, almost all of the various um, parallel universes of the current multiverse. And we even got uh, a legitimate story that uh, pulls the whole thing together. So yeah, great great work by Morrison and his and his friends. And uh, I'm glad to see that uh, nominated someplace. Uh, it's what I would have nominated, uh, but I believe Shane beat me to the punch. Okay. And so I nominated instead the uh, Earth 3 uh, with Ponies story from uh, Katie Cook and Andy Price's uh, My Little Pony uh, comic uh, from IDW. And sorry to say it's one of the few things uh, on this uh, on the slate that got absolutely no votes Aww. from the listeners. So <laughs> for the ponies. But, but – Good news for multiversity. I, I, I count that as a moral victory all the same. Excellent. All right. What's next? Next, we have uh, the best sleeper or surprise hit category. Okay. Uh, four nominees there, and they are uh, Warren Ellis and Declan Shalvey's Moon Knight, the Silver Surfer series, again, by Dan Slott and Mike Allred, uh, Cowl by uh, Kyle Higgins and uh, the artist whose name I've forgotten, unfortunately, from Image Comics, and uh, Kurt Busiek's The Autumn Lands, Tooth and Claw. Okay. Well, that's our slate. And now, let's see if I've got the uh, (laughs) procedure down properly here. (laughs) Holding it to my forehead. Don't have a good punchline in mind, so I'll just take it out. (laughs) Okay. And the winner is... Silver Surfer! Yeah! Oh, it's walking away with a lot of oh, non-existent yeah. statuettes tonight. This, this <laughs> well, Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer is, is his own statuette. I think he even joked that in the book there. That's true. He does look a little <laughs> like Oscar, doesn't he? <laughs> he needs to strike the pose. Oh, yeah. I, 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 for me, I didn't really know what to expect from the book. I, I, I was pretty sure I liked the art because I, I, I am a fan of, of uh, Mike Allred's uh, artwork. And, you know, I hadn't read too much of, of Dan Slott's work, but uh, you know I've seen enough cons. I know he's he's a he's a he's a fun guy. He's an energetic guy, and I'm I think it's a good combination. And I'm I'm very much enjoying the book. And we mentioned in the last previous episode. I'm glad to see at least it's not coming under the axe from Secret Wars. At least as far as I can tell, it's con- going to continue on. And Which I, I hope it continues on because I, I hate to see it end because of an event when yeah. it's such a fun book. I was a little worried for it just earlier this year because it suffered from a couple of delays. You know, as far as I knew, the book had already ended, but um, oh, wow. it, it, it continues, you know, at least up through issue 12. And uh, we're really looking forward already to issue um, 11, I think it is, which is supposed to be kind of a revo- some kind of revolutionary storytelling technique. Yes. And I think we've heard a little bit of buzz at the London Con already that uh, it's – well, whatever happens in that issue or however that story is told, it's going to be something groundbreaking. Look, I'm so happy 
to see it's winning so many awards, so many yeah. non-binding awards. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're, we're in good company with our love for this series because like I said earlier, um, the, the voters voted – Often for this uh, series in just about every category in which it appeared. Yeah. So I actually, I actually was, I was allowed to vote, and I did vote. Uh, went off and mm-hmm. uh, your uh, vote uh, was uh, counted uh, once. Only voted once, but yeah, I think I ran the table of Silver Surfer as much as I could because so I enjoyed that book. Did I mention I enjoyed the book? You mentioned you enjoyed that. All book. right. Okay. Shut up, pants. All right. Next category is best ongoing series, which need not have begun publication in 2014. This is a tough category. I have actually read all these books and enjoy all these books. The nominees are Saga, Secret Avengers, Silver Surfer, and Daredevil. And I am curious. And the winner is. Let's see. Here we go here. Oh, God. I got to work. And the winner is Saga. Saga. Excellent. You, in my opinion, you couldn't go wrong with any of these choices. But I'm sure if Chris were here, would sing the praises of Saga. Yes. Wonderful book. I mean, what more can we say about it? It's 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 wonderful book. It's continuing on. It's so. issue, issue 25 is out now. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but it, it's wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's so. about the most human sci-fi adventure epic you're ever going to read. I'm curious if you don't mind my asking without giving too specifics. How was the voting? It seemed to be a really pretty – Tough category. I don't mind you asking because I was going to volunteer the information anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because uh, you are correct that it was a real neck-and-neck horse race in the nominations process between who the listeners favored, between Mark Wade and uh, – uh, for crying out loud, Brian Chris Somney. Chris Somney's Daredevil. Right, right, right. And, uh, and Saga. Mm-hmm. But uh, the scales tipped very much in Saga's favor. Uh, because uh, in the actual voting, uh, Saga received exactly twice as many votes as Daredevil did. Wow. I, I don't know how to account for that. But uh, it, it definitely won. And uh, the Silver Surfer, for once, did not walk away with the award. Oh, it's a very tough category, and there are no losers in this. Indeed not. <laughs> Indeed not. Everybody put They're in a They're all shot. winners. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a more than a little loopy right now. Uh, you got Late Show on the brain, I think. I do. I have it on my on my chest as well. No, oh. <laughs> so you do. So you do. he's wearing one of his famous uh, pants, uh, worldwide pants sweatshirt hoodies. As as an aside, I just I haven't got it yet, but I'm going to add a new pants jacket to the um, wardrobe. I got another All one. Right. Make sure to model it for us. I I will. Yeah, you probably will many 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 times. In fact. <laughs> yeah, ad nauseum. Okay, so there is the coveted best ongoing comic award, and Saga takes it home once again. Okay. Our next category is the one with the largest field of nominees. Yes. Uh, it's Best Graphic Album, which can be either an origin- original graphic novel or some kind of collection, hardcover, trade, what have you. Uh, and the nominees there were uh, the Marvel 75th Anniversary Omnibus Hardcover, Black Sad Amarillo, The Guns of Shadow Valley Collected Edition by Dave Wachter, Thanos The Infinity Revelation by Jim Starlin, Andre the Giant, Life and Legend, Amazing Spider-Man, Family Business, an original graphic novel there, and Paul Dini's Black Canary Zatanna, Bloodspell, recently solicited in previews as a soft cover, but released in 2014 as a hard cover, hence it is eligible. And so there is your nominees, a larger-than-average field due to a uh, well, four-way tie among the uh, listeners. <laughs> and... The winner of the award is 
I really could avoid doing this. I already know who won. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, the, the niceties must be observed. Yes. The Marvel 75th Anniversary Omnibus Hardcover. Ah. Is it is it a hefty tome? It, it is indeed a hefty tome. You are justified in applying that description to it. <laughs> but yes, it's a collection of some of the best uh, stories throughout uh, well, Marvel's 75-year publishing history. And timely. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, well, no, I meant timely slash Marvel. Oh, oh right. <laughs> well, it was timely because well, I mean, it was Marvel's well, 75th anniversary. <laughs> I didn't mean Marvel, it. timely, and perhaps a little Atlas in for good measure. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just a, a pretty good cross section of its uh, of Marvel's and Timely and Atlas's full publishing oeuvre. Um, as uh, well, Paul Yates told us, um, well, told me anyway. He, he was one of his uh, muddle the murder uh, attempts. Um, or wait, was it? I, I'm sorry. I think I may have just mentioned the wrong Paul's name. Uh, you remember the Paul I'm talking about here, the the, the very animated Paul from the UK. Oh, some... Paul Stevens. Yes, that's the one. I just I apologize. <laughs> very <Paul>. animated. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. You're you're one of three Pauls that I've I met over there this last time, so I apologize for assigning you the wrong surname. But uh, Paul Stevens and his son Kit came over to uh, to, to attempt to muddle me ah. while we were there at the London convention, and uh, one of the questions he asked was uh, which two um, thousands uh, stories for Marvel were included in this omnibus, and apparently there were only four of them. Hmm. And uh, already I can't remember what those four stories were, but uh, uh, it's, it's weighted pretty much to the past, which I think is the right way to proceed. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure there was quite a few quality reads in that volume, which I have not read myself. But uh, it was Chris's nomination, and he works in a comic book shop, owns a comic book shop, so he should know from quality collections of material, especially when they're Marvel. Certainly. So this was Chris's choice, and it was the listeners as well. All right. Well, the next category is Best Writer. And the nominees are, again, another tough category here, Greg Rucka, Mark Wade, Grant Morrison, and Jason Aaron. And the winner is... Mark Wade! Mark Wade. Excellent, excellent for Daredevil. Of course, but he's also... Uh, Writing, we're, we're a couple other things. Um, I can't think about that. The moment my mind is is blank. Help me out here. Ugh. Oh well, Shield. I oh, guess came out in true, December. True, true. Uh, yeah, the new Empire thing doesn't count. Of course, that hasn't even started yet here in 2015. Now, uh, yeah, what else did he do in in the past year other than Daredevil? Oh, well, that was that was enough. <laughs> that was enough to get him the the win. It certainly was, and deservedly so. You know, it's been a it's been a great series. Yes, it has. Yes, and you know this is uh, the closest. Uh, this is about the closest race in any category that wasn't tied. Okay. Um, you know, so he he won by about the narrowest margin of any winner in this uh, in this awards uh, competition. Here, uh, he edged out of uh, Jason Aaron by only two votes. Mm. So there you are. So now from writer, we move to best artist. Another uh, hotly contested uh, category here, and the nominees in the category of best artist are Fiona Staples of Saga, Greg Capullo of Batman, Jamie McKelvey of The Wicked and the Divine, and Chris Somney of the aforementioned Daredevil series. And now, I give you the winner. It's a tie. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, the tie is between the first two nominees on the list, Fiona Staples and Greg Capullo. Oh, excellent. For their respective work on Saga and Batman. And now they must fight for the, the title. <laughs> Only one will exit the arena. 
No, that's fine. I think they can get along pretty well. I, I certainly hope so. Can't we all get along, really, when you get right down to it? A couple of talented individuals. Yes. And well-deserving. All right. So now we go from best writer and best artist to best writer slash artist, someone who does both. And the nominees in this category are Terry Moore, Dave Wachter, Jeff Smith, and Jeff Lemire. And the winner is... My God. These things are so long, there's like a very small type on that. Winner is Jeff Lemire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to yell, but Jeff Lemire is the winner. Jeff Lemire. Well, that's good. We're trying to convey excitement here. <laughs> Jeff Lemire, who has been all over comics lately, doing all kinds of different work, both writing and drawing and doing both on the same project mm-hmm. occasionally. And you now just uh, winning people's respect and admiration as he goes. So congratulations, Jeff Lemire. That's some real distinguished competition you had there. Oh. Now, somehow, oops, I'm sorry, Merge, somehow, I have the next category as well. Oh, well, we can't have that. Oh, no, oh, no, we can't have that. Well, I guess we have to switch these, because, uh, I... <laughs> well, I need, I need the last one, then. Give me the last one. Breakthrough talent. This will all be edited out, folks. Or not. It's live TV here. Live and raw. All right. I mean, back to the, back to the Nami. With the, yeah, back. What do we got here? Okay. Well, okay. Having gone through uh, writer, artist, and writer, artist, now we have best inker. All right. And the nominees there. A somewhat controversial nominee to start with. Fiona Staples as best inker. Um, we also have uh, Wade von Grobager, Jay Lyston, and Danny Mickey. This is the slate for best inker. And the winner in the category, the winner of CGS's Best Inker of 2014, is, controversially, Fiona Staples. Oh, no. What's the controversy? Please enlighten me. Well, the con- well, it was mainly Eric Nolan Weathington, really. Who- <laughs> oh, that troublemaker. Uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> wag. He, he came on the forums and, and, and said that he doesn't think we, we here at CGS have such a strong grasp of what really makes an inker. I would concur with how that. How to define the inker's craft. And, and in fairness to us, it's getting a little bit harder to define what makes an inker nowadays since uh, more and more often artists are just doing their own line embellishment, uh, sometimes digitally, quite often digitally, correct, in fact. Correct. Uh, so that the, uh, the, the role of inker as autonomous creator is, is uh, becoming well, uh, somewhat scarcer in professional comics work. True. And so he, he, he thinks we, did, we seem to understand lettering pretty well, but he wasn't sure that Fiona Staples was the best uh, nominee for inker um, for reasons that I don't – I admit, perhaps justifying uh, Eric's point, I don't really understand <laughs> why not. But uh, whatever the reason, apparently uh, our listeners are just as uh, misinformed or maladjusted <laughs> as we are because <laughs> Fiona Staples walks away with the award for CGS Best Inker of 2014. So congratulations, Ms. Staples. Okay. All right. Then up next, I now have the Best Color Artist. And the nominees are Laura Allred. Brian Miller in Hi-Fi Design, Matthew Reynolds, and Jordi Belair. And the winner is... Ah, come on. Good word. The winner is... Laura Allred for Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is right. And she does an excellent job. That is a beautiful book. And a color is in the title of the issue, silver, so... Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, I'll ballot that for a fact you probably already knew. Um, 
again, Silver Surfer, good book, good to look at. Mm-hmm. Buy it, buy it, read it, love it. Yep. And, you know, color is very important to a book that takes place in such uh, far-flung cosmic settings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, uh, colors are an important way to uh, convey the otherworldliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then Ms. Laura already did a fine job there. And she, she was a bit of a dark horse, though. I was fully expecting Jordi Belair to take this for, like, the second year in a row. But uh, not so. Laura Allred riding in on a dark horse and a silver surfer. Riding in on a surfboard. Come on, you missed it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Doing her best Gidget impression. <laughs> All right. Now we come to the unsung craft of comics lettering. And uh, the nominees for Best Letterer of 2014 are Chip Zdarsky. Chris Eliopoulos, Jack Morelli, and the ever-popular Todd Klein. Right? Ripping open that envelope. Last one on my pile, and the next-to-last in this year's awards program. Or the penultimate. Penultimate, that's right. (laughs) From the Latin, pine ultima, meaning almost the last. Talking about peninsula, too? Exactly. Pine insula, meaning almost an island. The winner is Chris Eliopoulos! <laughs> Congratulations, Chris. Yes, excellent. And now we've reached, I hold in my hand, the last envelope. Buzz, buzz. Walla, 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 walla. <laughs> May a diseased yak take a liking to your sister. <laughs> You got a million of those, don't you? Uh, I only have a few. I keep forgetting every one. But there's classic stuff. Google Karnak. You'll be happy you did. Thank I, you later. I, I, I don't disbelieve you. All right. I've seen a few of the Karnak skits, a few of the routines. I just don't know them as well as you do. All right. And again, our final category is Breakthrough Talents of 2014. And the nominees are Tom King, Russell Dowderman, Charles Sewell, and G. Willow Wilson. And the winner you is... You can't stop me this time. I wouldn't even try. Tom King! <laughs> for Grayson! As the music swells. Da-da-da. Wouldn't that be cool if Tom was actually here to cut the nominee? It award? would be extremely <laughs> cool, yes. Because Tom has been in our studio several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guest. You know, he, he doesn't just show up to plug something he's doing. He comes just to hang out and talk about whatever we're talking about. I'm so happy for the success uh, he's garnered with Grayson. I know he has some of the things in the fire. Um, great work. Uh, it took me a while to, to read because I was, you know, against DC and the new relaunch, but I... He gave me – he put in my hands at the Baltimore Comic Con last year a copy of Futures and Grayson Number 1, which which he wrote. And I read it twice. I read it on the, the train back to my car and then the train the next morning to the con. It was a wonderful read. I have other issues I have to read. The hardcovers are solicited, so if you haven't read it, now it's a good time to, to get on the boat. Good stuff, good guy, well-deserved. Oh, yes. He is a great guy. We love having him here in the studio. Hopefully he'll make his way up from D.C. to join us again at some point, you know, to maybe accept his non-existent award in person. <laughs> he's no prize. But, yeah, he is, as, as Pants has already said, he's, he's, he's a fine writer, and uh, he, he and Tim Seeley have a real gem on their hands in Grayson. He's, he's, Tom is drawing heavily on his own personal intelligence background, hush, hush, uh, to, <laughs> to write this uh, super spy saga in which uh, Dick Grayson is now embroiled. 
And uh, we wish him much future success, having now broken through officially uh, as, as so acclaimed by the CGS listenership. Yes. So congratulations, Tom. Excellent. Well, a, a big thank you to everybody who took part in the nomination process as well as the final voting process. Oh, here, here. Thank you, Marit, for continuing the tradition here because it was too much for me. I couldn't mm-hmm. deal with it. I, actually, I could, but I had to do the, mm-hmm. the legwork. It was an honor, a pleasure, <laughs> and a duty. <laughs> okay. Wow. Is there anything else we need to talk about in this episode? Oh, we have a little bit of time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we were really prepared to do No, we weren't. That's what we were prepared for. <laughs> no, well, we, we've done what we need to do, and we're already, uh, you know, an hour over time, and it's time for the local news to come on. Oh, but, okay. All right. They're, they're playing us off. Yes. Going, going to the after parties. Just imagine a medley of John Williams tunes playing right now. And I'm going to the governor's ball. I have my, my, my tuxedo ready to go. I'm already drunk in a bush somewhere. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Well, we're, we're extra giddy. So, again, thank you once again to everybody who took part in that. Yes, thank you very much. This is literally impossible without the listeners' participation. And as I mentioned during the nomination show, participation was up, up, up from last year. That's good, good, I good. see that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. Let this trend continue, folks. Thank you very much for uh, telling us what you thought about this year's offerings in comics and, and just allowing this awards uh, tradition to continue. Excellent. Well, we want to thank our sponsors for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Comic Castle. Go to their website to check out at comiccastle.com. And also brought to you by Scribd. Go to scribd.com slash comicgeekspeak for your free month. All right. If you want to leave us, oh boy, if you want to leave us an email, our address is comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, the number is... 267-702-6642. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, we're Comic Geek Speak. You can join in the conversation at thecomicforms.com. Talk back about this episode as well as many other topics, thecomicforms.com. We want to thank everyone who contributes to the show. We really appreciate it. Couldn't I do without you? And as always, we are uniting. The world's mightiest heroes, one listener at a time. Uniting the world's mightiest hero.